Hello? Uh, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Eve Foster, here today with another episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Check out our YouTube channel and Instagram account. And if you have any questions, email me at commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com. Today, guys, I'm very excited for this episode. I finally got a different atheist besides Hannah to come on the show. Uh, this is my friend Gabe. I yell at him a lot. That's all you need to know about me and Gabe. So, Gabe, thanks for having the courage to come on the show with me. No problem, man. Yeah. So, um, you tell me you're an atheist, right? Or agnostic yeah. or something like that. So, g- give me a reason why you're an atheist. Like, I think I'm an atheist just because, like, um... Just because, like, stuff happening in the world, you know, like, it's not like, like, I hear all of this saying it's, like, good stuff happened to bad people. Uh, I mean, b- uh, sorry, bad stuff happened to good people for a reason. But then, uh-huh. like, sometimes I'm just, like, at this point, it's just, like, bad, bad stuff isn't happening to even good people. It's just straight up happening to, like, innocent people. Like, um, okay. I don't I don't want to get, like, like any, like, or anything. Oh, sorry. I'm not coming back. But, um, you I don't good? You good? Sorry in here or anything like that. But, like, um, what some kids have to go through, um, and like abusive families in like America, uh-huh. like North Korea, that's that's just a situation where it's not even good people, it's straight up just innocent people. It's just like yeah, kids in like Africa, parents who have miscarriages. It's just like uh-huh. terrible stuff that just can't, I can go on and on about. It just happens. Yeah. And the thing it's not even like good people, in which sometimes it is, and that and sometimes that makes it more tragic. Yeah. But it can sometimes be babies, it can be kids, it can be it can be literally like anyone who doesn't even have like a right mindset yet to even be good or sorry, I mean, sorry. <laughs> hey you but, good bro we're the kings of bad audio <laughs> yeah but um it's just like i just don't like that and i'm just like that's one of the reasons why i am i'm just like i look at it and i'm just like well why would this happen yeah okay so this is my favorite um thing to talk about in regards to religion and uh whether god exists or not and I yeah. usually start before I, I even get to uh, what whether God's evil for allowing this to happen. I want to ask you that if there's no God, if there is no standard bearer, if there's no standard of morality, then what makes those things good or evil? Isn't are those things good because it helps the processes of natural selection and evolution happen? Okay, yeah. So, sorry. Hold up. I've never really thought about that part right there. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay, I'm just gonna forget at this point. Um, well, I think I think that naturally, of course, there's gonna be a good and bad sense of morality, and I feel like a god uh-huh. himself doesn't need to point that out. Like, there's some people who like, like there's just some people who are, like straight up bad. You can't go up and be like Hitler killed six million Jews, population control. Like, if you say that one, you're joking, or two, it's just like. It's just not a good thing to say. <laughs> what? Like, it's just... Well, of, of course it's not moral for it to say, but it's like, when I think of this, um, how, how should I put this in context for you? So, like, with Hitler and, and killing six million Jews, why is that wrong? It's the benefit of our species because of population control. Now, there are moral limits to that, of course. Uh, you yeah. and I would both agree. But if there's no God, if there's no justice, why does it matter? Why is it wrong? I believe that even if there's no God, I believe that there's justice too. Okay. Like, um, if you get what I mean, like, for example, um, there's some 
I bet like police officers who aren't, who aren't religious, but they're still justice. They serve out justice. Of course, yeah. there's sometimes injustice, which happens a lot, but I believe just in general, sure. we don't need a God to serve justice. Okay. Like, um, but that's just my opinion on it. Just because there's like, there's just stuff that happens. Like, for example, morality has changed out through, throughout time. Like I remember I was reading a little bit of the old Testament and stuff like that. And there's some stuff mm-hmm. in the old Testament. That's kind of, that's kind of whack. It's, it's kind of screwed yeah. up. Um, okay. and that's, back then they were just like, yeah, it made sense. Like it just made sense. Like, what? um, like, yeah. Okay. So morality so, changes, but I think it's still. Okay. So you mentioned the old Testament and the old Testament is very complicated in the sense that it was, you have to read it from the perspective of the person that lived at that time. So we can yeah. take uh, stoning gay people, for example. It's in the yeah. Bible. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. It's in there. But yeah. uh, what was the reason for it? Um, wasn't it just because the Bible is it? I know that wasn't the Old Testament around while like gay, while stoning gay people were alive because it was basically just like being gay is a sin. Isn't that that's no, what it because not all sins. Um. You have to understand this. God looks at sins uh, almost, well, he looks at sin just as sin. Yeah. Uh, And with homosexuality, and this is scientific fact, it provided, and this isn't just the only reason, this is one of many reasons why this was in the Old Testament. It causes health issues. You are much more likely to get uh, STDs when having relations with the same sex. Now, I'm not using that to justify it. The reason being is that if you are going to be God's people, God's and God's holy land, that you have to act as such. And since that's a sin, it's like everything's a sin in the Old Testament, right? I mean, uh, doing work on the Sabbath uh, is a sin. Yeah. So like you, huh? sorry. Sorry, I have Go a question for you. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, so do you basically believe since um do you so basically Christianity believes in the old and new testament, right? Yeah. Since being a gay since being gay is a sin, and which sorry, I'm not trying to go all like red hair feminist over here. Sorry, I'm really not. It, it, but, you, you good, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um do you think that like homosexual homosexuals would go to hell? Like do you because didn't it say okay. that like somewhere in the Bible like they go to hell? Well, well, no, no, no. It doesn't say that specifically. See, th- this is my problem with that argument there. It suggests yeah. that just because you're homosexual, you go to hell. That's not the case. It's because you're a sinner, you go to hell. Homosexuality is just one of the thousands of sins you've committed. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to hell despite it. There's straight people who are certainly going to hell. Oh, yeah. Uh, no yeah, question for sure, about it. For sure, yeah. 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 So it's not a matter of homosexuality individually. It's a matter of sin as a whole. That makes sense. So like, yeah. okay. And again, I'm super sorry. I really did try to do my homework on like, um, on like the Bible and stuff like that. And which again, like I actually sometimes go to like a Christian church. I go to like a mm-hmm. Christian camp like once a year. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so sorry. I tried to make sure I did all my homework, but so basically it's like, sorry. So I'm just trying to see what it's like. Cause like, I'm kind of interested right now. So is it basically oh, yeah. just like we all do sins in our life? Uh-huh. Like we all do sins, but yeah. as long as it's not like murder or like anything like that, we're there's a, there's no exceptions to this rule except 
the unforgivable sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And that's a complicated topic that yeah. I don't fully understand and grasp at this point in my life. Yeah. Uh, murder is not an exception because there are multiple times. And the best example is Paul in the Bible who wrote most of the new, over half of the New Testament. He used to murder Christians, right? And throw them into prison. But Jesus forgave him because, uh, again, Christ took on the entire sacrifice. And that's the whole point of it, that we don't have to pay for our sins, but Christ took care of all our debt, essentially. Yeah. So, okay. So, sorry, that, that topic right there, it, that's one all that I also wanted to talk about because it really confuses me. So okay. what does it mean when it, it says that Jesus died for our sins or like Christ died for our sins, depending on what you're on? What does okay, that so, mean entirely? Because like, I have no idea what that means. Okay, so it, to grasp this, it's very important to understand the Jewish sacrifice system. Yeah. So, I again, I don't fully understand it. It's a f- pretty complicated topic. So back um, God, when God established Levitical law, he set up a very um, strict and very, um, very, uh, very understandable uh, temple system, right? And every Passover, you have to take the most perfect uh, lamb, for example. Yeah, I know what you're talking about right there. Yeah, yeah. I learned about that. So you could, you'll hear Christian songs and they'll say, like, Jesus is the perfect lamb that was slain or something, right? Yeah. So that's where that analogy comes from. So... What happened is, is we can go back to Genesis in the Garden of Eden, where uh, God had to banish them. He had to punish them because of their sin. Yeah. But God didn't want them. He has such a love, but such a justice. There's a conflict. So how do you be, remain a God of complete justice, but also remain a God of complete love and complete forgiveness? Yeah. So there has to be a way that we can come back to God. Yeah. So in the sacrificial system, every year there will be a sacrifice of the most perfect animal. Yeah. And that would atone for the sins for that year. Yeah. But in the events of the Old Testament, it describes the pathway for the coming Messiah, the grand finale of the entire Bible. That's the second coming, right? Or am I just... Well, that's the first coming. So once Jesus comes... He is not the Messiah that everyone was expecting. They were expecting someone like King David, right? Yeah. But he comes, he's humble, he's, he's impoverished. And this is what I uh, criticize Mormons for doing because they overemphasize who Jesus was. Jesus was not, uh, he was more like a homeless man in downtown Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what I mean, he was. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, he was just like a street wanderer. He just basically went around. He was just like, he got his 12 disciples and just like walked around. Did it like have exactly. a Yeah. He, he was not a pretty looking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, of course. But so he comes around and starts teaching. And there is this very important <laughs> line in the gospel where uh, he was, where Jesus was talking with the Pharisees. Yeah. And I believe it's in John. Uh, and he starts talking about Abraham and how he's seen Abraham. And the Pharisees ask him somewhere along the lines of, uh, how have you seen, how do you claim to see Abraham? You're not even 50 years old. And then Jesus says this exact line. Uh, Before Abraham was, I am. 
Now, again, going back to Exodus, when Moses was talking to the burning bush, God, right? Yeah. He said, who should I say that you are? And God said, "Uh, I am. This is my eternal name. So that was Jesus claiming to be God. And therefore, that was showing that he is the Messiah. Yeah. So going back to your original question uh, around this whole salvation uh, by Christ's sacrifice. Yeah. Since God has to punish us some one way or another, and that's partly by death, we all have to have to face death because we are uh, we are sinners. Jesus said, I would take on your punishment. So by the crucifixion, which is one of the most painful deaths imaginable. Yeah. Jesus was on the cross for a relatively short period of time. I believe about six hours on the cross. Yeah. Most people were on there for two to three days. Uh, but by taking that punishment, he took what we deserve, our pain, our iniquities. He put it on himself. And all you have to do is accept him, and then you are cleansed of your sin. God's justice went on Christ. Oh, um, okay, yeah, sorry. Um, again, I, again, I like sometimes go to church and sometimes don't. So that, yeah, kind of makes sense to me, but kind of doesn't. So it's basically a God was just like absolute justice at like, basically you go to heaven, you go to hell. There's like basically kind of heaven and hell is a completely personal choice. So in order to understand this, you, you have to realize that God is constrained by these principles. You can realize this when examining John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning. Well, what's the Word? That is up for an interpretation, but my interpretation is that is the laws that constrain God. It's like how we are constrained by natural laws and natural forces. God is constrained by these certain principles. He's a God of love. He's a God of faithfulness. He doesn't lie. He he doesn't sin, but wait, he, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I really don't. I really don't like interrupting. I really don't. But um, so God is so God has to follow rules, or am I just dumb and just totally like? like... No, 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 no. It, it's not a matter of rules. It's his. It's his character. It's what he's constrained by. So basically, if God, so and I'm not saying that God is, but let's just say God was just like a really big jerk. Let's just say that he was a complete like jerk. Then we would just be uh-huh. stuck with a God who was a complete jerk that sent everyone to hell. Well, like, well yeah, but. Stuck, by that person but then, but then again this goes back to universal law it's like how uh gravity that's a universal law right yeah. you can't you can't get rid of gravity that's yeah. the same thing with god god is a a spiritual character uh constrained by these universal eternal principles yeah so god is a God of complete love, but also complete justice. So those two things, when dealing with man's situation, are conflicting in and of itself. Okay. So so he had to find a way to be an ultimate God of justice, but also be a, an ultimate God of love and forgiveness. Yeah, I get it. But, yeah. okay, sorry, I have one more question. This is the last time that I'll go back to the whole Adam and Eve thing. Um, okay. So you, so Adam and Eve, they went to hell, right? Like Adam and Eve just kind of went to hell, right? I mean, that's not for me uh, to decide. Now, there's another perspective. According that to they, the Bible, they like they sinned, like they that was just well, like yeah, hey, they sinned, you, you, they, you big time sinned, right? They like, also like had faith thing. in God, though, Gabe. They have faith yeah. in God, so yeah. that means they have faith in the coming Messiah, which means they could be in heaven. 
That is not for me to decide. It's up for interpretation. I'm willing to have the conversation. Yeah. So I have a question. So a man who killed like countless Christians, just like killed them and just like slaughtered them, was able to get to heaven with like, was able to get to heaven. But like somebody who just straight up just took like, and which I know there's a lot of backstory behind like basically like the God was just like, don't eat this apple. Like Satan, Mm -hmm. snake was like, yo, eat the apple. And Eve was just like, sure, let's eat the apple. Mm-hmm. like i base i know that there's a lot more to it but basically that's how i sum it up how could somebody who just like ate an apple and gave common sense and just like and which like i believe smoking like which which uh like believed the devil i guess but like also got tempted by the devil because they were just like yo you'll get free like you'll get free will or like basically i know the devil tempted them but yeah. how can, but like how can it be up to interpretation that some person who got tempted and ate an apple that they that like like that they ate an apple and they were just like um like they were just like well not normal people because they didn't have like wasn't it like the apple gave you like knowledge and free will or something like that like it gave you knowledge of good and evil which was a problem yeah so let's just say and they got tempted by the and they got tempted by the devil so let's just say how can somebody who like just killed just like straight up was just like a mass murder of multiple christians and was just like yo i'm gonna kill you but then jesus comes and he's just like yo you're fine now and he's just like, oh, okay. Whoa. Hold up, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, it depends. So if Jesus just doesn't say you're fine now, you will have to ask Jesus yeah. to come into your life. And there will be a change in character. Yeah. But, like, if God's absolute justice, how can you let somebody who, like, ate, like, which I'm saying it probably wasn't the best idea, but, like, somebody who ate, like, an apple of knowledge... How can, uh-huh. like, they go to hell, but somebody who just straight up just committed, not genocide, but, like, Be- they killed a because, lot of people to go to heaven. Because sin is sin in God's eyes. Yeah. And whether you and I agree with it or not, and that is how biblical theology works. Yeah. If you sin, you have to pay the price of your sin. Because God cannot... Uh, be in eternal reign with sinners. That's just another universal law character of God according to the Bible. Yeah. So, with that being said, when Adam and Eve intentionally ate the uh, the fruit, yeah, and they God told them specifically the consequences of that, you will die. Then, why would they do that? That's their fault. There's no but, one else like, to blame but them. But to but, me, uh, it's just like they were just like, um, sorry, but like to me, they were just like tempted. They were just like, like, what if, okay, this may sound really dumb. And like, I don't know if this is going to sound really dumb, but it might sound really dumb. What if they were like rebellious teenagers in like a sense? And like, uh-huh. God was like, don't eat the apple. And they're just like, you know what? I'm going to eat the apple. Like, no. Like, you yeah, can't but do send it. But send then it didn't exist <laughs> in the same way. Yeah. So like, Rebellious teenagers, we have sin already. Adam and Eve didn't. It was just them overcoming the temptation by the devil. Yeah. But you can't just blame the devil. You still have the personal choice of whether to eat that fruit or not. Yeah. But to me, it's like a little bit. And sorry, I'm not trying to like piss you off or anything like that. Or like, I know like. No, no, no you're, you're not. You're not. This. But like, I kind of see it as injustice. Some for some person who ate like an apple, which I get like. Like, why the, eating the apple would be a sin. Like, basically, isn't it just like if Adam and Eve never did eat the apple, none of the problems in the world would be happening right now, right? Right. So, but I feel it's a little bit unjustice that 
they ate the apple because I don't think like they had malicious intent. Like, ha, the world's gonna be screwed if we do this. I don't <laughs> think they had malicious intent to do that. Yeah, but, but they knew cons- it was wrong. They knew it was wrong, but like, do you think they had malicious intent? Attempt like um intent behind eating the apple, or do you think they just ate it because they got tempted? Uh, n- no, I I think they just ate it because they were tempted. But then, then again, I I don't see how it applies to us in this sense because we still choose to rebel against God every single day. Yeah. So you can blame Adam and Eve for bringing sin into this world, but ultimately it's us that continues it. I get that. I get that. But yeah. so. Okay, and so my question is, how can, again, sorry, I asked this once, but I'm just, like, really just, like, stuck on it. How can, like, somebody who, again, just basically just, like, uh, who, like, killed a lot of people go to the mm-hmm. same reign of heaven, uh, which I don't know if um, if that one dude went to heaven. I'm sorry, I totally forgot all the 12 prophets' names. But how can that one dude go to heaven, but, like, some person who just who, got Paul? tempted? Yeah, Paul. How can Paul go okay. to heaven? But like Adam and Eve just like ate an apple without in which you believe no malicious intent or that's what you told mm-hmm. me. No, how could they yeah. just like straight up? They're just like that's it. You're going to hell. How could that be? Or like again, you said it's up for interpretation. How could that even be up for interpretation? Because also one thing that okay in which okay I do have a little bit of Bible in me, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. God is forgiving. I know God, or at least in the Christian sense, God is forgiving. Right? Or it's yeah. Jesus or God. I don't exactly mm-hmm. remember which one. But they're in, like they're just like forgiving. But mm-hmm. for if they were so, um, if they were so forgiving, how did God kill a whole earth of people? In which like the the explanation is that like they were wicked, they were just like messed up. But like if they're the world's wicked right now. But like how could God flood the world where there was innocent people in the world, but just basically leave Noah and his family? Uh, okay, so. When you study Noah's Ark's account, and I have uh, controversial ideas about Noah's Ark, but just just taking it for its literal sense, uh, it's not just that they were wicked. They were egregious in their sense. They were worse than they are today. They were worse than they've ever been, if you were to take the account, literally. Yeah, so, so sorry to bring, like, science in. Sorry. But sorry to bring no, science in here real quick. But they were basically, um, damn it, we learned about this in geography. Um, isn't it like um natural law so basically they were living in a sense of natural law just like everything was screwed. oh state of nature yeah state of nature they were basically living in state of nature god was no like, because government existed by then i believe yeah i think that government existed too but like government exists right now but again there's like some wicked stuff but you but according to like the note like the noah's boat every single person on the planet earth at that time was wicked the babies who were just born were wicked like the children were wicked like some of the like people who believed in christ at the time were wicked but well well well, christ wasn't a factor back then let me well you're you're bringing up a lot of points that i I just really want to answer really quick then i'll let you continue yeah sorry uh so this these are the more difficult questions to answer as anyone would sense would admit yeah of course but if there wasn't any righteous people then there just wasn't any righteous people. Noah, if you again, if the account is true, was the only righteous man. But do you believe was the that only like- one who loved God? Yeah. So going to children and stuff, I believe even if God did kill them, it was uh, for a greater good. As much as I hate to say that. Well, no, no, no. Well, 
that, but that's not even what I was getting to. I still think in the afterlife, God still gives them a chance. And this applies to like children dying as a whole who don't have a chance to accept Christ or deny him. Yeah. I still think they have uh, a chance in heaven because that just would be unfair. Now, that's not biblically founded, but that's a mostly that's a big Christian belief, too, because why would a loving God just send a child to hell like that? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, To me, it's like the fact that they were even killed in the first place. Like, do you think these people like after like a fat minute, like they were like reincarnated? Because like, again, I don't know about the like, I basically know heaven and hell. I basically know that. But like when you go to heaven, like, do you still keep all your memories of, of your life? of what you did in your life and do you still keep those with you when you're in heaven or are you just like a spirit who like basically just lives off of who you okay so again that's a very complicated topic i'm much better at like arguing about whether christianity is true and then in terms of christian doctrine yeah but i'll answer that uh there are verses in the bible that uh that reference to uh us not remembering our sins or remembering people that are that are going to hell yeah. For example, so uh, if that helps answer your question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that sounds like a little bit good because I was about to say like if just like babies are just like okay yeah you go to heaven or like kids were like yeah you go go to heaven I'd I'd be like wouldn't that be a, t- a bit unfair that they weren't able to live their whole life like like and like they just straight up went to heaven as kids and they were just like oh yeah I lived for like six years while there's people who were like forty who were just like yeah my life was a blast and, like the kids were just like oh okay like yeah, my life was cool. But like, sent. But like, since you. But like, since according to the Bible, and again, like, of course, like, I'm not like just like you are supposed to be a scholar in this. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like, I'm not saying that. But it's just basically just like yo, like, you basically remember stuff, but like at the same time, like, stu- kind of stuff is picked out, or is it basically just like you're the person who you were on Earth, but you don't really, really well, remember? Well, the Bible references, and I only heard half your question because you were cutting out really bad. Oh yeah, yes, oh, but, yeah, sorry. Um, the Bible says we're giving new bodies. So again, there's a lot of things in the Bible that are up for interpretation, and that I think is one of them. So whatever that means, I don't know, and honestly, I I don't care in that sense because as long as I make it to heaven, I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, but like, also, sorry, sorry, real quick. Do you think heaven would be a paradise if you don't really remember anything yeah. on earth? Like, do you think it would be a paradise? Like, of course, it'd be better than hell, of course. Like, you're not burning. But, like, re- basically being an entity of who you were and, like, not remembering anything, like, not remembering, like, your family and just being there, do you think that would really be heaven? I, or do you think that would just kind of be, like, I mean, you starting? I, I guess it could be both, honestly. It, again, I don't know yeah. enough about this to really go into depth about it. Uh yeah, for sure. Sorry no, for asking no, so, no, so like, complicated I, I like questions. Complicated yes, questions. I don't get them too often, which is, a, yeah, I like complicated questions that really get me thinking. Uh, so yeah. with heaven and things, I don't know. And that's, for me, is fine. Yeah. As lo- My goal here is that let's have a intellectual debate on whether it's true. And if it's true, how do I get to yeah. this paradise? And that, and as long as I make it there, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, I get, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what you mean right there. And again, like, sorry if I'm just like being skeptical about everything, but like, hmm, but like, since I am atheist, like, I don't want to be some like person who's just like, I'm atheist. And then they just ask why I'm atheist and be like, I don't know why I'm atheist. Like, I have backup reasons why I'm like, 
like atheist because again like for me if you're gonna believe in something at least know Thank why you. you're believing in it like Dude, that is just, the most beautiful like, line i've like, heard in a like, long yeah. time yeah if you're gonna believe in something know why you're believing in it. like know uh-huh. why you're believing in it. like don't like i heard like this it's okay it's from a stupid song like called warning by green day but it's like don't get your philosophy from a bumper sticker like don't get your philosophy or like don't get everything you don't get your mm-hmm. whole life based upon um based upon just what people say or what you heard i believe that like Know what you know and believe what you believe because you actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, like and like also something with like and I'm oh my I feel really bad if I'm like if I'm like accidentally bashing people right here but like for example with the Mormon Church like like do you believe that there's some people in there who are just like I believe in Mormonism I, I think that's and then the be like oh, of I, I had a Mormon on my uh, show yeah. about two weeks ago uh, who didn't who wasn't. Uh, What's the word? He didn't know uh, enough about the questions I was going to ask him, which I partly take blame about that. I maybe should have told him the questions, but he should take blame for that, too. Yeah, for sure. Because he just believes in it because his parents told him. And then when I ask him, well, why do you personally believe it? He goes about faith and he feels like the church is true. And that's a general Mormon answer. I talk to missionaries all the time and they give that answer. Yeah. And although uh, Mormons don't like to admit that, that they really don't have any good reasons besides feelings and prayer and reading the Book of Mormon uh, for why they believe things. Yeah. And I can say the same thing for Christians, too. I've talked to too many Christians that yeah. just believe it in Christianity because of fe- a good feeling they had or a supposed miracle, which is nothing wrong with that. But I'm like, if you're going to participate in these intellectual discussions and expect atheists to accept it. You need to have some type of evidence backing it up. But, uh, Gabe, yeah, I wanted course. to move to a, a different topic of interest. And that is, um, yeah, of course. That is the creation of the universe. And since you're an atheist, I really want to hear your perspective on it. So, why did the universe even come into existence in the first place? Okay. Okay, this one, I knew this question was going to come up, and I tried to research it as much as I can. Um, even if there's like a, a whole bunch of people are like two, but like it, God's not real. Two particles <laughs> hit together. How did those two yeah. particles even exist? How did like basically it's like did the chicken lay the egg or did they eat? Like yeah, how the did how egg. what how did it come into existence? So I believe that if you do believe in God, like that's the most that's like the most like um like that that ex- like um sorry that makes the most mm-hmm. sense. Like if you, like God makes the most sense, but for me it's just like. I don't really know because it's like uh, the chicken or the egg because like like the chicken or the egg Mm -hmm. came first, but how did they get there and like why did they get there? So I'll admit for the whole for how the universe uh, like um, got created, um, I'll admit I totally have I I'm bamboozled on that one. I I can't get into like the whole philosophy. So with that one, I'd have to go like if you are Christian, then God would make sense case because there's no way of explaining how the universe came like okay i'm I'm glad to hear this from you and you you're becoming one of the most reasonable atheists i've talked to just because of that and that is a question that uh puzzles me but it's not a objection in that sense that i usually give because atheists claim this argument and you might have heard of it called god of the gaps that you're just inserting god into the ignorance of of human existence right 
lack of our knowledge. We haven't yeah. discovered it yet, so we just attribute it to God, which I don't think is the case. My case for a creator is usually that uh, we can look at any sort of biological life. And compared to us, it's very yeah. simple. But uh, but on, on a natural scale, it's extremely complex. Uh, yeah. You're in earth science, aren't you? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm in earth science. So, I'm not so, smart enough to be in biology no, you yet. Are smart enough, uh, because if I'm in there, you can definitely be in there. But in biology, yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of months ago, we were learning about uh, protein synthesis, and it's basically just how uh, the DNA code makes proteins and all that. And it was extremely yeah. complicated, and every single yeah. cell in existence has had to do that exact process. So my question is, why? Yeah. How? How does that even begin to occur? I believe in yeah. macroevolution as you, as you would too. I think it's biological fact, right? Yeah. So three. Yeah. So base, So sorry. Just just okay. to chime in real quick. So basically, you're Christian, but you also yeah. believe in science. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Uh. So 3.5 billion years ago is about when life started, right? Uh, So yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is many people will, many scientists have this basic theory of proteins uh, being beginning to get created somehow, and eventually that came together to make life. That makes no sense to me, and I'm not inserting a creator into it. But my argument is, is if I see a design which design it for me is anything that has a complexity in some sort of sense that doesn't occur just randomly through natural processes. Well, a cell um, is, it does occur by natural processes, but only because there was a cell before it. So when you get to the first cell. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I was saying. Like the chicken before the egg thing. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Basically. Yeah. So here's my question, Gabe, and this is a complicated question. So DNA codes, for proteins but dna is made out of proteins so just like the chicken or the egg question what came first the protein or the dna okay again well if like this part i tried to look into it i'm just like i know there's gonna be some way i can there's no way like i believe i believe that every single side it's just like except like if you're just if you go with the god came which i also am just like how did god pop up and Uh sorry which i'm also just like how did god pop out like which of course like like see that's also my thing it's just like how did god pop up but like but like at the same time how did the universe pop up how did god pop up i believe that's not going to be something we will ever learn in time because it just it's just not happening like for example like there's the theory about like the earth expanding uh-huh. then despanding then expanding then despanding then like collapsing on itself uh-huh. how did it first expand and how did it first like how did it first expand i believe that those questions will never be answered. Like those questions will never be answered, in my opinion, because there's just no, there is no way to exactly prove it. Like exactly with the whole God thing, it's like, okay. how did God get created? Like, okay, did he so just like pop up in there because he's God? So if God created man, he created yeah. Uh, simply. So this is again, you have to refer to the Bible about uh, the Christian God. But God is clearly eternal yeah. in the Bible. So my, from a philosophical yeah. view, I usually say 
the author of Space, Matter, and Time, which all came together at the first part of the Big Bang, uh, the author of that cannot be made out of that. It cannot be constrained to it. So if God created Space, Matter, and Time, then he is not made out of Space, Matter, and Time. Yeah. So he's always been here. And he will always be here. Yeah, he's... Yeah, see, in which I also like... And that makes sense, but, like, also, I feel like also... Like, I believe that even the Bible can't answer every single question. And I really do... Yeah. Yeah, that's not its purpose, to answer every single question. But I also believe that that's one question the Bible cannot answer either. Or it's like, if... Or or let's just say, if we Uh were speaking from, like, Christianity point of view... You would have to get to heaven to ask God about how that happened. Like, there's just like no way we well, can. 100% I, I don't know. So that. I refer to the Bible in that sense, but this is uh, a view shared by all theists, which are Muslims, Jews, and Christians. And I think it's yeah. you can just come to that conclusion yeah, by like philosophy itself. Because if if you're going to create yeah. something, like actually create something from nothing and by nothing, you cannot be made by your creation because therefore it, you wouldn't be creating it. Yeah. By nothing and from nothing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. See that. See that makes sense to me. Like that's like, again, if I ever was to believe in like in like um any religion or like religion in itself, that would probably be the reason why I'd be like, because like that's just one thing I just can't. Well, yeah, but it's not a matter like, of explaining well, like, it. It's just for me, it's what makes sense. Again, uh, yeah. I use this point, and it is a point of, uh, like, a yeah. computer. Do you have Mr. Cordova? Okay, well, um, you've been no. in the computer <laughs> labs before. And you look at that computer, and, I, and I've and i never, Sadly. ever heard someone say, man, what a miracle of natural processes these computers were. Because that's not how it works. No one says that. I generally use this concept to explain yeah. evolution. You can take the lineage of a plane, for example, and trace it all the way back to its common ancestor, the first plane in 1903 made by the Wright brothers. And it's yeah. simple compared to the, today's uh, Airbus A380, but it is complex in and yeah. of itself. So, yeah, like at the time, everyone yeah. was just like, what? And like even still, you're just like, how did somebody exactly. figure that out? Like, at, like now it's just like now if you go to like, like I think it's aerodynamic. I'm gonna be really dumb if I get this wrong, but it's either aerodynamics or like airplane study. It's just basically yeah. something like that. Like you can always be like, oh yeah, yeah. You can be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's how. I, yeah, that's how an airplane was made. But like at the time, like, like you'd be like, wait a second, how did they figure out that how this was that yeah. how this was made? Yeah. So you start, and yeah. I say that with evolution as the first cell being the Wright brothers plane. Yeah. And then tracing that along the lines of evolution and the complex diversity, there's probably hundreds, maybe even thousands of different planes today. And there's millions of different species of animals that exist today and billions that have existed in the past. So for me, how does the Wright brothers plane, uh, meaning life come about, by non-natural processes when the Wright Brothers plane was designed. Yeah. Um, again, like, just, 
this stuff right here, like you got me on this stuff. Like there's just no way so, I can see, explain it. Like just in general, for me, there's no way to explain well, it. Well, I, I thank you for being honest about that. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, oh yeah, I know the answer. But I'm be like, so like, like I just can't be like that. Like if I don't so, know yeah, the answer, for I just me, straight up don't why know can't answer. we assume there there is a Wright brothers behind the universe? If that makes sense. Yeah. Of course. So that's a question for you. Why shouldn't we uh, assume that? Yeah. I mean, for me, there's really no reason why we couldn't or shouldn't assume that. But I also believe that if something did exist, like, I really just do not believe that it was, like, a god or something like that. And again, I know I was just like, the whole two, um, the whole two, uh, two particle things doesn't make sense. But I believe Let's just say, theoretically, there was a god, uh-huh. god back in time. I don't necessarily believe that he, like, if there was a god in time in which I don't really believe that, that I don't believe that he would still be around, or like, I don't believe that he would still be like internal because, ev- because, like, example, like you said, everything dies at one point. Like the Earth, it's gonna die at one point. Like plastic, it gets deroded at some well, point. Well, yeah, but so when but it God died, constrained in natural processes because he created natural processes. But how did he create that, and how did he show up to create? You said, "How did he create that, and what?" I'm like, "How did he like? How did he show up to create that? Like, did he just like again? I know you said he's internal, but I can't grab well, and no, no grasp one can on because grasp like that because we in, in a, of ourselves aren't eternal. We have a beginning and an end. Point, yeah, at least in this life. Yeah. Uh, so we can't grasp that. Yeah, and. Do I know what God was doing all those years before? No. And I don't care because that's not a part of the question uh, for me. Yeah. Like if you're like, if you're alive for an eternity like this, like, like earth is 3.6 billion years. That's like a blink oh, of an yeah. eye to him. I, like I if you're bet you God was just eternity. chilling yeah. up there with, with the Holy Spirit and Jesus just doing whatever. But, uh, and he was like, I'm yeah. going to be to make earth. So <laughs> he creates the universe. Yeah. And, uh, 13.6 billion years ago, right? He creates it, and then at that creation, at the start of the Big Bang, that is when the natural laws come to be, that is when space, matter, and time start. And that yeah. sets the blueprint for the universe. So I think God guided the universe and every um, and all the events uh, for us to be here, he made it perfect for our little speck of dust that harbor life for all these billions of years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if like we're running really long at like this point, so like I'll try and cut it really short. But um, but sorry. So just a question: Do you believe that if God was alive for like 3.6 billion years, or like not not sorry, not God being alive for that long? But if God's alive for eternity, do you think he, like, after, for example, after Earth gets destroyed, mm-hmm. whenever it gets destroyed, do you think God will just be, like, after, like, a long time, he'll be, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of bored. And then just create, it like, Earth 2 and, like, Bible 2. And, like, do you think he would do that? Uh, no. Or no? Like, so, you just believe it's, like, so a So this is it? all a bunch of prediction and theory stuff, right? Uh, for yeah. God has a plan on Earth. So since uh, our sin, he had to create a new plan, a different way. So there... In Revelation, it describes this thoroughly and strangely. And after yeah. Earth gets destroyed, uh, we will be reigning with God for eternity. That's it. 
That's yeah. all the Bible leaves us. What we'll be doing up there? Praising God, and that's about all I know. Yeah. And sorry, I have like two more questions because, again, I don't know. Oh, if no, been, dude, like, there's no time limit. I'll end it when it needs to be ended. Yeah, for sure. But um, do you also believe in which this is different for a lot of people? This is different for a lot of situations. Um, do you believe that atheists go to a hell or heaven since they didn't believe in God? But like, for example, what if they were just like straight up really good people who are atheists? Do you believe that they will still go to Gabe, heaven even though they Gabe, really accept I think God? Anyone that is a sinner, including me, goes to hell unless there is some way for us to be righteous. And the only way to be righteous is through Christ. So. I think atheists go to hell. I think Muslims go to hell. I think Jews go to hell. I think some Christians go to hell because they don't believe in Christ. Christ is the only way. Okay. I have also a question. Sorry. I also yeah. have a question about that. So of your definition of hell, is it like basically just like you just get tortured for eternity? Or is it just basically you're down there, not in like an upper realm? Like, for example, with Mormonism, like with Mormonism for me, I, I do not believe in, I do not believe, uh, or Latter-day Saint, I don't know how to pronounce it at that point. They just went yeah. through like different names. But um, yeah, at this point, like, I, I think that, like, their structure of, like, afterlife, it makes sense to me. Like, it just makes, except the whole outer darkness thing, that makes no sense to me. Basically, like, if you believe in God and you're just, like, if you believe in God, you go uh-huh. by the Bible and, like, of course, everyone saw sin, but you're, like, absolutely just, like, the grace person, like the Pope. Like, you just basically, um, isn't it like there's like three realms of heaven, and like the top one is just basically you yeah, become yeah. a god of your own planet? So, with like Mormonism, here's the problem. Yes, it makes sense. Mormonism clears a lot of things up. That does not make it. But it was made in like the 16, yeah, it was made no, in like no, the 1600s. <laughs> but that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point is, okay. is that just because it makes sense, it, that doesn't make it true. Joseph Smith was a screwed up human being who copied most of his works from yeah. uh, from the Bible and Solomon Spalding, and then eventually evolved yeah. his doctrine. The Book of Mormon states nothing of that sort. Unless I'm yeah. just plain wrong. Okay. But that doctrine evolved. Okay, sorry. Time. I think I'll talk to you here for a second. Gavin is over <laughs> here just like, Gavin is over here just like straight up just like, 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 just like... <laughs> Like, he is just going on the phone. So, I think if you wanted somebody next to come on, I think Gavin would be great, dude. He is, like, flipping out, like, choking me out over here. He's talking about my homie Joseph like that. He's talking about my homie Joseph Smith like that. Really? So, if you wanted somebody on, I think Gavin would be really good. If you want to go, I'll sit down, Ethan. Yeah, chill out, dude. Gavin and I will be more than happy to have you on the program. Okay, thank you, Ethan. I love you. No homo. All right, any other questions you have, Gabe? But, yeah. Um, no, sorry. I just want to say like a quick thing and I'm not trying to be like, like, I'm not trying to be like, um, like a suck up or anything, but I really do like a pod too. Cause like, for example, like some of your questions, I feel like I was able to come back with like a decent, like, well, this makes sense. But like the questions about like, how did the universe get made and like stuff like that, like that, that, that's just straight up like, yeah. I don't know. So, and like, I applaud you for being Christian and knowing why you're Christian. I really do applaud you for that. Knowing, knowing why you believe in yeah, what well- Thanks for that, game, and I, uh, Gabe, and I applaud you uh, for, com- for one, coming on the show and talking with me about it, and two, admitting what you do yeah, know and what you don't know, and giving reasons why. Yeah. I truly, truly appreciate yeah. that and having a respectable conversation with you, because I have had plenty of conversations in the past where, we, where me and atheists just start yelling at each other. 
yeah yeah so for I, sure i appreciate you coming on yeah, if again. there's any more questions let me know at school and stuff and and i'll be more than yeah, happy to sure. have you on the program again uh tell gavin he's coming on pretty soon now that he was talking about joseph smith so yeah 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 <laughs> no epic so yeah a- anything else but, yeah uh, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. And if you ever want me back on, All I will right. totally come back on. Just Dude, again, thank you for letting me, thank you yeah, for letting th- me come thanks. on. Dude, I really appreciate this. I can't express that enough. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Check out all our content on Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you spread the word about our ministry and continue praying for us and continue uh, supporting us. And until next time, I'm Ethan Foster here with Common Sense Christianity. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. I'm your host, Ethan Foster, as always, and we love doing this for you guys. Please share the podcast with your friends and family if you like it, and frankly, even if you don't, uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review so that more people can hear the Word of God. And until next time, God bless you.